0: The service of morning prayer begins on page three of the prayer book the lord is in his holy temple let all the earth keep silence before him. Lips
1: and our mouth shall show forth thy praise
0: glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy ghost
1: as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen
0: Praise ye the Lord
1: The Lord's name be praised.
0: Psalm ninety five Well come let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him psalm. For the Lord is a great God, a great king above all God. In his hand are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let mm-hmm. us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. He is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, deep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation we will when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long as I grieve with this generation and said, It is a like people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known. Under whom I swear in my wrath, they should not enter into my wrath. Glory be to the Father and to the Son, and to the Lord. as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be world without him. Psalm 72 can be found on page 426. Give the king thy judgments, O God, and thy righteousness unto the king's son.
1: Then shall he judge thy people according unto right, and defend the poor.
0: The mountains shall also bring peace, and the little hills righteousness unto the people.
1: He shall keep the simple folk by their right, defend the children of the poor, and punish the wrongdoer.
0: They shall fear thee as long as the sun and moon endureth, for one generation to another.
1: He shall come down like the rain upon the mown grass, even as the drops that water the earth.
0: In his time shall the righteous flourish, yea, an abundance of peace, so long as the moon endureth.
1: His dominion shall be also from the one sea to the other, and from the river unto the world's end.
0: They that dwell in the wilderness shall kneel before him. His enemies shall lick the dust.
1: The kings of Tarshish and of the Isles shall give presents. The kings of Arabia and Saba shall bring gifts.
0: All the kings shall fall down before him. All nations shall do him service.
1: For he shall deliver the poor when he crieth the needy also, and him that hath no helper.
0: He shall be favorable to the simple and needy, shall preserve the souls of the poor.
1: He shall deliver their souls from falsehood and wrong, and dear shall their blood be
0: in his sight. He shall live, and unto him shall be given of the gold of Arabia. Prayer shall be made ever unto him, and daily shall he be praised.
1: There shall be an heap of corn in the earth, high upon the hills the fruit thereof shall shake like lebanon and they of the city shall flourish like grass upon the earth
0: his name shall endure forever his name shall remain under the sun among the posterities which shall be blessed in him and all the nations shall praise
1: him blessed be the lord god even the god of israel which only doeth wondrous things
0: Blessed be the name of his majesty forever, and all the earth shall be filled with his majesty. Amen. Amen.
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
0: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be. We? We'll without him.
1: Here beginneth the ninth chapter of the first book of Samuel. There was a man of Benjamin whose name was Kish, the son of Abiel, son of Zeror, son of Becherath, son of Aphiah, a Benjamite, a man of wealth. And he had a son whose name was Saul, a handsome young man. There was not a man among the people of Israel more handsome than he. From his shoulders upward, he was taller than any of the people. Now the asses of Kish, Saul's father, were lost. So Kish said to Saul, his son, Take one of the servants with you and arise. Go and look for the asses. And they passed through the hill country of Ephraim and passed through the land of Shalisha, but they did not find them. And they passed through the land of Sha'alim, but they were not there. Then they passed through the land of Benjamin, but he did not find them. And when they came to the land of Zuth, Paul said to his servant who was with him, Come, let us go back, lest my father cease to care about the asses and become anxious about us. But he said to him, Behold, there is a man of God in this city, and he is a man that is held in honor. All that he says comes true. Let us go there. Perhaps he can tell us about the journey on which we have set out. Then Saul said to his servant, But if we go, what can we bring the man? For the bread in our sacks is gone and there is no present to bring to the man of God. What have we? The servant answered Saul again, Here, I have with me the fourth part of a shekel of silver, and I will give it to the man of God to tell us our way. Formerly in Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, he said, Come, let us go to the seer, for he who is now called a prophet was formerly called a seer. And Saul said to his servant, "Well said." Come, let us go. And so they went to the city where the man of God was. As they went up to the hill to the city, they met young maidens coming out to draw water and said to them, Is the seer here? They answered, He is. Behold, he is just ahead of you. Make haste. He has come just now to the city because the people have a sacrifice today on the high place. As soon as you enter the city, you will find him before he goes up to the high place to eat. For the people will not eat till he comes, since he must bless the sacrifice. Afterward, those those who eat who are invited. Now go up, for you will meet him immediately. So they went up to the city. As they were entering the city, they saw Samuel coming out toward them on his way up to the high place. Now the day before Saul came, the Lord had revealed to Samuel, Tomorrow about this time I will send to you a man from the land of Benjamin, and you shall anoint him to be prince over my people Israel. He shall save my people from the hand of the Philistines, for I have seen the affliction of my people, because their cry has come to me. When Samuel saw Saul, the Lord told him, Here is the man of whom I spoke to you. He it is who shall rule over my people. Then Saul approached Samuel in the gate and said, Tell me, where is the house of the seer? Samuel answered Saul, I am the seer. Go up before me to the high place, for today you shall eat with me, and in the morning I will let you go and will tell you all that is on your mind. As for your asses that were lost three days ago, do not set your mind on them, for they have been found. And for whom is all that is desirable in Israel? Is it not for you and for all your father's house? Saul answered, Am I not a Benjamite from the least of the tribes of Israel? And is not my family the humblest of all the families of the tribe of Benjamin? Why then have you spoken to me in this way? Then Samuel took Saul and his servant and brought them into the hall and gave them a place at the head who was of those who have been invited, who are about 30 persons. And Samuel said to the cook, bring the portion I gave you, of which I said to you, put it aside. So the cook took up the leg and the upper portion and set them before Saul. And Samuel said, See, what was kept is set before you. Eat, because it was kept for you until the hour appointed that you might eat with the guests. So Saul ate with Samuel that day. And when they came down from the high place into the city, a bed was spread for Saul upon the roof, and he lay down to sleep. Then at the break of dawn, Samuel called to Saul upon the roof. Up, that I may send you on your way. So Saul arose, and both he and Samuel went out into the street. As they were going down to the outskirts of the city, Samuel said to Saul, "Tell the servant to pass on before us, and when he has passed on, stop here yourself for a while, that I may make known to you the word of God." Here endeth the first lesson.
0: Benedictus says blessed art thou o Lord God of our fathers praised and exalted above all for blessed art thou for the name of thy men praised and exalted above all for blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness praised and exalted above all for blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and walls between the church praised and exalted above all for blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom praised and exalted above Blessed art thou from the of heaven. Praise, thanks, all to the above all. For. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Lord. As it was in the beginning, you
1: Here beginneth the 49th verse of the 12th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. I came to cast fire upon the earth and would that it were already kindled. I have a baptism to be baptized with, and how I am constrained until it is accomplished. Do you think that I have come to give peace on earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. For henceforth in one house there will be five divided, three against two, and two against three. They will be divided father against son, and son against father, mother against daughter, and daughter against her mother mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. He also said to the multitudes, when you see a cloud rising in the West, you say at once, a shower is coming, and so it happens. And when you see the South wind blowing, you say, there will be a scorching heat, and it happens. You hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearance of Earth and sky, but why do you not know how to interpret the present time? and why do you not judge for yourselves what is right as you go with your accuser before the magistrate make an effort to settle with him on the way lest he drag you to the judge and the judge hand you over to the officer and the officer put you in prison i tell you you will never get out till you have paid the very last copper
0: here end of the second lesson benedictus Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of the holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies, from the hand of all that hate us, perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant. Perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, he would give us that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, would serve him without fear, holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, but thou shalt go before the face of the Lord prepared to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our we be in the way of peace glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy ghost as it was in the beginning now and ever shall be or without him i believe in god father almighty maker of heaven and earth and in jesus christ his only son our Lord, who was conceived by the holy ghost born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. Third day he rose again from death, ascended into heaven. Sitteth on the right hand of God the Father, and then he shall come to judge the kingdom. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the meaning of saints, the of sins, resurrection of the body, life of God. Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses. We forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not to temptation. Thine is the kingdom. Power. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us and grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us.
1: And take not thy Holy Spirit from
0: us. O God, who has prepared for those who love thee such good things as pass man's understanding, pour into our hearts such love toward thee that we, loving thee above all things, May thy promises to exceed all that we can desire this is Christ our Lord. Amen. God who art the author of peace and of conquer, knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life with service Defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our own, that we surely trusting in my defence may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, and us in the same with thy mighty power, grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy God, may so be righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ our Amen. amen. Morning. If you look at today's readings together a common theme is they're all about god's justice that's not only how god will bring that justice to fruition but also how his definition of justice is different from what his people might expect whether in israel the 11th century bc first century judea or in our country today i'll begin with today's psalm although the bible calls it a song psalm of solomon it appears to be about solomon and not by solomon it's at the end of the second of five books of the Psalms, and by its placement, is believed to be the last of the Psalms written. By. While much of the Psalm is about obedience and blessings, nearly half of the Psalm is about how David is asking that Solomon administer justice according to God's will. Give the king thy judgments of God, and my righteousness unto the king's son. Then shall he judge thy people according unto right, and defend the poor. In his time shall the righteous flourish yea, an abundance of peace, so long as the moon endureth. For he shall deliver the poor when he crieth, and needy also and him that hath no helper. He shall be favorable to the simple and needy, and shall preserve the souls of the poor. He shall deliver their souls from falsehood and wrong. Here shall be their blood in his sight. Here, once again, David is showing how faithful and obedient he is to God and with prayer, misunderstanding of God's justice. Of course, David was the greatest of only three kings that ruled the undivided Israel, while his son was Solomon was the last. Today we have the selection of Saul to be the first and the most seriously flawed of these kings. Yesterday, the Israelites demanded that Saul Samuel appoint them a king. Samuel tried to talk them out of it, but when he was unsuccessful, God told Samuel, obey their voice and make them a king today god chooses saul as the first king and sends him to samuel on the one hand he looks like the definition of a great king by hollywood standards or at least those of missed tallest and most handsome of the land however saul comes from an unexpected lineage god selects him from the tribe of benjamin that saul accurately notes is the least of the tribes of israel on monday saul will be anointed king and on tuesday he wins his first military victory this is the high watermark of saul's reign by this time next week saul will disobeyed god and will be rejected by god for that disobedience meanwhile in the new testament jesus has been teaching his disciples about his father's justice and how his followers need to be obedient to his father's will on tuesday jesus told his followers to trust that god will provide with several memorable lines first he calls them to be a non-anxious presence in the world do not worry about your life and which of you, by wearing, can add one cubit to his stature? He then tells his famous analogy about the beauties of the lilies of the field that neither toil nor spin, but whose beauty is greater than the clothing of King Solomon. Of course, on Thursday a week earlier, the taught disciples were taught how to pray to God with the Lord's Prayer and how God would answer that prayer. Yesterday, Jesus called his disciples to be ready for God's judgment to come at any time. Yes, in one sense, this is about God's judgment on Jerusalem that comes less than 40 years after this gospel passage with the destruction of the Second Temple in 70 AD. But he is also speaking of our individual judgment when we face God after death. Today, Jesus makes three points about how the call to follow him will divide society, about how the Judeans need to read the warning signs of the present time, and to settle disputes before it's too late. Again, the warnings by Jesus and Luke's Gospel can be read on two levels, the coming judgment on the Jews in the first century, and the obligations of Jesus' followers to prepare for their own judgment. As N.T. Wright concluded, the Church has, from early on, read this chapter as a warning that each generation must read the signs of the times, great movements of peoples, governments, nations, and policies, and must react accordingly. Part of the prophetic role of the church is to understand the events of earth and to seek to address them with the message of heaven. At the same time, as both the Old Testament and New Testament readings remind us, we should not presume to know what God's justice is, when the omnipotent, omniscient creator of the universe will do. Instead, we are called to trust in the Lord and pray that his will be done. We now return to page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, by saving health unto all nations. Or especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, hold the faith in the unity of spirit, bond of peace, and in righteousness of law. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed and mind and bodily state. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue of all their fortunes. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Heavenly General thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, who give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all the goodness and love. Bless and to honor.